0: The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Delta Airlines. This holiday season, Delta will handle 22 million checked bags. They're giving you the power to track your bags every step of the way with RFID technology in the Fly Delta app. Good morning, I'm Allison Michaels with The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, December 24th. James is on vacation, but I'll be here instead with the day's top headlines. Number one. President Trump abruptly announced Sunday that he was removing Secretary of Defense James Mattis two months before his planned departure. Trump said he'll be installing Patrick Shanahan as acting defense secretary. Shanahan, a former Boeing executive who has been Mattis's deputy at the Pentagon, will start the job on January 1st. The Post's Philip Rucker, Dan Lamoff, and Josh Dossie report that the president made the decision hastily in reaction to negative news coverage surrounding Mattis' resignation. Mattis resigned in protest last week after Trump announced the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Syria over the strong objections of his national security team. In his resignation letter, Mattis delivered a rebuke of Trump's worldview and cast the president's foreign policy positions as a threat to the nation. Mattis said in the letter that he would resign his post on february twenty eighth of twenty nineteen to allow for a smooth transition to the next defense secretary, but Trump decided to speed up the process. Number two, the White House acknowledged Sunday that the partial shutdown paralyzing large portions of the federal government may last into January when Democrats retake control of the House. Negotiations over funding for President Trump's border wall sputtered to a near standstill as congressional leaders abandoned Washington for Christmas. The breakdown coming in the final days of the GOP's unified control over government stems from an intractable gulf between Trump's demand to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border and congressional Democrats' refusal to authorize wall funding. The Post's Erica Werner, David Weigel, and Philip Rucker report that acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney and Vice President Pence met with congressional leaders Saturday in the Capitol, but the negotiations failed to break the impasse and House and Senate members were sent home until Thursday. Despite near-unanimous opposition to the wall, Democrats have said they are willing to negotiate on funding for border security measures. And the administration's recent shift in focus from a concrete wall to a fence-like barrier made of steel slats offered a slight glimmer of hope for room to compromise. Number three, something you might have missed amid the shutdown news was the expiration of the Violence Against Women Act. The Post's Elise Viebeck reports that the act expired at midnight Friday, temporarily cutting off funding for programs that help victims of sexual assault, domestic abuse, and stalking. The blow to the landmark 1994 law was a gut punch to activists after a year in which the Me Too movement called attention to harassment and assault of women. The Violence Against Women Act was passed in the wake of Anita Hill's testimony against then-Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas over alleged sexual harassment. It expired less than three months after Christine Blasey Ford testified against then-Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Thomas and Kavanaugh denied the allegations and now serve on the Supreme Court. Grants already awarded under the law will not be affected for now, but the shutdown will delay payment requests from programs that are funded by the Violence Against Women Act. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, December 24th. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.